Hello, cool kids, and welcome to the third episode of Autonomic. I'm Kat Cool, your host and narrator. Before we get started, I wanted to talk a bit about one aspect of the game that hasn't been explored until this episode. When you play Autonomic, every session ends with a period of reflection in which players discuss the mechanical accomplishments of their character, level up, and review how play went. For this podcast, we conduct and record these debriefs, which we call report cards, just as we would if we weren't recording. That means that every so often, episodes will include a short period of discussion after the credits roll. I wanted to put the report cards after the credits so that anyone who's uninterested in the mechanics of the game can easily skip them, but also so that that info is there for anyone looking to play and see one of the ways that play can work. I really enjoy our report card sessions. I think they make for a more informed and unified team of players, and they help me personally grow towards the narrator my players are looking for. Report card sessions will most likely happen every three to four episodes of the show. If you have any questions about them, please feel free to ask us over on Twitter at at AutonomicPod. Thank you. Now, dream with me a while. It is time for Nomic Selection. After today, as Brennan said earlier, everyone's roles will be known. What does that mean? Do our Nomics get to pick their roles? Do you? I wonder if I were about to become a Nomic, if I'd be excited to finally know my place in the world, or if I'd dread it. I'd probably be excited. Things might make more sense after I knew who I was supposed to grow into. And I'd have cool magic powers to help out others. I think I'd like it. But this isn't about me. This story is about Maya, Monique and Monochrome, Izzy, and Brennan. Wish them luck. These next moments will define the rest of their lives. Who here has ever been to the Capitol before? I have. You have? Yeah. Brennan, you've been to the Capitol before. You've been to Susan's Landing. You know it. Yeah. (laughs) Susan's Landing. I've been to the Senior Frogs there. I've been to... (laughs) Have you been to the Hard Rock Cafe there? The Hard Rock Cafe. I think you've only ever actually been to this one building before. I've only done the the run through for this. this. Yeah. Susan's Landing, as some of you might know from your schooling, is an almost centrally located island in the middle of Respite that was one of the first places to ever be hit by Susan, a creature like unto a leviathan. There was once a massacre when she first surfaced and started wrecking places. It used to be called something else, but then after she landed landed uh, and wiped out everybody there, changed names in memory of the people who were lost. What does Susan stand for again? Strange, undefeatable, stupendous, amphibious nautiloid. Yeah. That's good old Susan. We can't beat her, but... uh, We can't join her either. (laughs) We don't want to. (laughs) Oh, no. That's so scary. Uh, Yeah, there's the cult of Susan. We'll talk about it later. But we deal with Susan. We certainly do deal with Susan. Your mom knows a lot about that. When we developed a world government, we decided to put it on the centrally located Susan's Landing. The world government is called the Nomos. It helps govern the nomic cycle. The thing that you guys are here to participate in today. 
There is the central building where everyone who deals with the whole nomic cycle thing is, which is called the talking house. Brennan, what does the talking house look like? The talking house is only noticeable by its simplicity. So it is a flat-faced building where a place of this renown should have ornate architecture and sculptures maybe outside or at least some sort of placard or something like that you recognize it because it is made to be unrecognized so it's a flat face building there's no awnings or anything like that there's only a central door at the center of the front of the building it is black and it doesn't look paint it looks in like a natural black so it's not painted that way as if the specific building material was searched out for its color and maybe that has something to do with its rigidity and that it can only be sculpted this way and there's ornate stonework on the ground the color is not different but the way that the bricks are laid if you were to look either at the top of the building or in a zephyr or a hot air balloon or upon a flying bird or something like that you would see this tapestry of the survivors of susan the people who stepped up after this attack had happened to help rebuild this place there's that it's nice Mm -hmm. so you guys touch down into it into the main talking room. Mm -hmm. The parliament area usually has, for lack of a better term, bleachers, but they have been rolled back into the walls so that the floor is cleared for a few things. First off, when you guys touch down, you are in this perpetual maintained blue fire of your transportation spell. Whoa! So that you will be able to get back home. And you see... (laughs) popping up in different corners of the widened area, a green one, an orange one, of other groups of children and adults from other corners. Ours is blue. Yes, yours is blue. Of respite. You are also under a banner that has a sun. You guys live in the Sunlands. (laughs) (laughs) There is also a big lit up area right in the middle of the floor with a lot of artifacts it looks like just trinkets kind of spread out haphazardly they're not just thrown but they aren't in a circle they're just kind of put out all over the floor up above the area there is a podium and you see a human that those who are kind of tuned in to world politics might recognize as president bow president bow is a man in his 80s He has, like, dark tan skin, long white hair, and wears gold robes. He's been around a while. Your parents might have talked about him. He is the second ever world president. He's a mainstay. It's hard not to have an opinion about President Bao, but most of the opinions are like, I don't know what we'd do without President Bao. That's (laughs) who do. So President Bao comes up. He taps on this newfangled thing called a microphone. Whoa! Uh huh. A what? A microphone? Huh? Yeah, I know. Feverishly takes notes. Yeah, and it screeches. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's like, they should make these better. (laughs) Children, welcome. Can you all hear me? Yes. Yes! Thank you for the confirmation. (laughs) Like two kids. You are being called here today because it's your birthday. Congratulations. Happy birthday. You are all candidates for the Nomic Cycle. and We are so thankful that you have agreed to participate in this. You are the future of Respite. In just a minute, we are going to ask you to come forward and select from the artifacts. And some of you will find that you are, in fact, 
the butanomic or the gormanomic or the arcanomic, and you will help shape the future. We've missed you the last twelve years, and we need your help. So thank you. We know that this is a huge burden. We do not ask it lightly. You are part of a class unlike any that we've ever seen before. You'll have teachers that will act as though they know what you are going through, but they do not. Nobody knows what it is like to be you. Every single cycle previous to you has done this one at a time. You're doing this all at once. I suppose every single time anybody's done this, nobody has known what it is like to be them. So, lean on each other, figure things out as you go, and we will do our best to support you as you support us. I have one request that is not fair of me to ask you. Please, help us find out what happened to your predecessors. (laughs) (laughs) I was not done. (laughs) Sorry. 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 I was I was going to say that <laughs> many have looked into it and we have no leads, but you have so much power and ability, and it is in your best interest that you find out so that in the future the same thing does not happen to you, and so that our world is not once again thrown into a period of tumult like we have been these past 12 years. That isn't fair, because you are so young, but we need the help. Also, though, you are young, so please try to live out your young years with as much spunk and fun as you can, and don't let any of us ruin that for you. You have one shot at this. You might be a part of a reincarnation cycle, you might have many lives, but this one is yours to do with what you want. Live a good one. Now applaud. (laughs) Thank you. Now I'm going to hand this over to Lee, and she is going to tell you what to do. And he crawls away. (laughs) (laughs) And Lee steps up. She's another human. All right, everyone, please step into the center. And if you would, in an orderly, in an orderly fashion, step around to the artifacts. Theoretically, touching them should do the trick. We'll just be going counterclockwise, sort of stepping around them. You were all debriefed on this. Does this make sense? <laughs> Which way is counterclockwise? It's left. Left of what? <laughs> oh, the clock. Whatever. Oh. I'm going last. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Sunlands, you lead. <laughs> Brennan steps forward and kind of looks to everybody from his area and gestures that we can walk. Do they take my heat or do I walk? You start to walk alone. Okay. And then the kid, a sparrow that was mm-hmm. there before, walks out with you. Okay. And then some kids start to trickle. Great. Are we following alphabetical order? or I think we're just walking around. Just walking around. A sparrow was not in alphabetical order, so... So are we, like, all the artifacts are in a circle and we're going, like... Not exactly a circle. Yeah. Yeah, so... No, something... I feel like you'll get drawn to something. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Something will draw you towards it. They're all around the place, and as soon as everyone from the Sunlands is in the area walking around stuff, then the people from the Riverlands start to join you guys. And how many kids are there all together? So... There's so many. 
many. There are so many. So um, if there are between 30 to 40 per, and it's a fairly large area. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you guys are all bumping into each other. Well, some of us are bumping into the same person over and over again. <laughs> oh, really? Mm-hmm. Really, Monique? Mm-hmm. How's it going? Not well. Every single time you bump into her, she's distracted because she's been writing in her notebook. She gives a very My polite, God, like, notebooks are our thing. Excuse me. And then keeps going back to writing. Yeah, excuse you. <laughs> he makes a sour face. Monochrome, what? Do we just, like, step around her? I, I do not know. I know. I get you're upset, buddy. I get you're upset. Goodbye, I love you. Goodbye, I love you. And she's, like, directly in the way of the artifact that I'm trying to check out. Mm-hmm. Because it's like a long rod style thing, and it feels maybe like it could be going in that direction, but I can't tell until she gets out of the way. Well, she's not getting out of the way. She's like drawing it. I think Izzy is just going around and just like dancing around and whistling and tapping things. She really has no expectation of being a Namek. Her whole thing is like, well, she came here by the winds of fate anyway. She was never really expecting anything. So she's going like, do, 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 tapping a bracelet and tapping a headpiece cool. and just being like and just trying to take in as much of the room as she can i want to talk to people just to see what the other schools are like and really see if my school's good to see if i can transfer to a different one that i like better um, <laughs> wow <laughs> that's amazing so i, I want i want to talk to someone like from the riverlands i guess you're trying on stuff right yeah or tapping things throwing them up in the air being very irreverent <laughs> towards the artifacts so you're like trying on a ring and mm-hmm. someone else who's trying on jewelry mm-hmm. is this devic who has a chick a little fluffy bird, and they both have been trying on different tiaras, things mm-hmm. that look very pretty. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she sees that you have a ring, she notices that mm-hmm. you're also trying on pretty things and comes over. Oh, hello. Hi, you want trade? Yeah, sure. Great, I got this ring. I don't think I like it. Thank you. Where are you from? Um, I'm from the Riverlands. Riverlands? Ooh, fancy. So what's your school like? Ours was at, like, the top of a ziggurat. It was really hard to climb up. Uh, and it's really hot. Oh, ours yeah. is like a fortress. Cool. It's really nice. Cool. What's your name? I'm Deepa. Deepa. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> well. What's your my, name? My name is Izzy. Izzy Kia. I'm just kind of hanging out here. I don't think I'm going to be, I'm, I don't think I'm going to be a gnome or anything, but what I am is a typographer. I make new fonts. Hey. <laughs> That's what I like to do. I feel like it's part of my art and also it's part of the communication. Fascinating. Yeah. So modern, I, I love fonts. Yeah. Oh, is this him? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Maul to say hi, and he goes, hi. He's sassy. Yes, he is, isn't he? Very sassy. Yes, he's very sassy. So I'm just trying on other bracelets and necklaces and tiaras. Most of this stuff is pretty cool. You can just wear... I I don't really go for jewelry all that much. I usually like to... I don't really like the lines on a lot of it, though. I feel like they can do better. She hasn't put on the ring yet. She's just been talking. Yeah, it's just nothing really special. But what are you hoping for? Oh, I wasn't. You weren't? No. Yeah, me either. It just seems like a lot of work. It seems like a lot of work, and it seems like you have to do one thing for the rest of your life, you I know? know. Yeah. I like, I, I like to do different things, Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. What if I just, what if we just didn't? We what just stopped touching stuff. Stop touching things? Yeah. Yeah, I guess we could do that. Yeah. I know. It's been fun to try all the different stuff on. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I have an idea. How about mm. we find, like, really small stuff? And she stuff? puts on the ring. Yeah. And then it, like, glows. Oh! 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 Whoa! Whoa! What does it do? I don't... What does it do? You tell me! I don't know! How do I do something? I don't... You talk to... Can I take it off? Can you? Did you? She took it off, but it kept glowing. Oh, buddy. I guess 
Yes, you're a gnomic. I guess I'm a gnomic. Huh. Which one am I? I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. How do I find out? I don't know. Talk to your bird. Maud, which one am I? I don't know. <laughs> uh, talk to talk to the old dude. I'm a gnomic. Which one am I? We got one. We got one down here. We we one here. Gnomic. One here. Trumpeters play. Well, Maya <laughs> is perusing the round, but she happens to find herself in the weapons section. Oh! oh. I mean, she knows which one she's going to go for, but she's, you know, having fun mm-hmm. getting there. So she picks up a staff, but nothing really happens. Mm-hmm. And then she picks up a dagger. Oh. Nice. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Pointy. But no, nothing happens. And then she stumbles upon, she sees a shield. Oh. And she picks it up, doesn't think anything of it, and then it starts glowing. Ooh. Third time's a charm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, I got one. Whoa. Oh my god, you got one! Yeah! <laughs> wow! Get out cool, of right? I can't believe it! That is, that <laughs> is the coolest idea from me! Literally cool. <laughs> wow. You're the Sakunomic. Oh, I thought I lost you. Yeah. Were you trying to lose me? No. It's okay if you were. Oh, no. Okay. You're the Sakunomic. <sighs> That's really cool. Yeah. Awesome. C- congratulations. You- Thank you. Did someone say cool? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Gar. Yay! That's really, that's really cool. Yeah, did yeah. you did you get one? I haven't touched anything yet. Do touch stuff. Stop touching things. He starts going to touch stuff. <laughs> just looks things over. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I haven't been trying. You haven't? No. Well, dude, why? I don't know. I really don't want to. Are you like a weapons? Who? What about this dagger? Ah, no, I'm like super scared of that. Okay, okay. Um. I don't know. Maybe should we go look at the books? Healing? <laughs> I guess if I have to do anything, I'd prefer to do something like that. I really don't want to do any of this. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'll come with you. Okay. Okay. Just got to start picking stuff up. There's no harm. <sighs> okay. So Zephyr has a congenital amputation. He has one hand. So he like picks something up and then he fumbles it. And then he just like looks at you and he's like, see, I really, I really don't want to deal with this. Hey, it's going to be okay. I hope. Okay. Yeah. So let's get away from the weapons. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, you know, what looks awesome, but, you, you know, also C-O-O-L. I guess let's go look at the more magic stuff. Okay. That's at least kind of Ooh, interesting. Awesome. Like, uh... Not the scythe. Not the scythe. So we cut over to actually the adults. Dr. Elena Bravo is talking to several world presidents. Yes, good to see you again. <laughs> Bonjour, I'm the world president. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, everything's going so swimmingly. I love to see the children. Uh, yeah, great. Oh. President Rom from the Riverlands is there with Jet, who is a hawk, his companion. <laughs> and they seem to be in some sort of like quiet argument with each other. Wait, I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, sure. The sounds of an adult argument. I don't have. I want to swoop down and get that funny boy. <laughs> Beautiful, you guys. Thank you. <laughs> so the twins have completely foregone touching artifacts and are uh, sneaking up upon all of this. 
and are connecting a series of glass round vials but those like RPG potion mm-hmm. round bottle things to the dais where the adults are. And they're looking for you, Izzy, because you said you were going to get a pie. Yes. And give them the signal for where this all goes down. Yes. Also, they are trying to avoid Miss Moon, Moon, who is looking for them because uh-huh. they are supposed to be in the center touching artifacts. Uh-huh. What's up, Izzy? Izzy remembers that she's supposed to try and get a pie. Mm-hmm. So she is going to try and do a climbing leap oh. in wild side form. Yes. Izzy was having a great time talking to her new friend from the Riverlands, yeah. but then she realized, oh, I, I have to get back to my moral quandary. So she. <laughs> <laughs> So she pops into the wild side and then looks up at the dais and sees the little chandelier uh-huh. that, uh, with a chain yeah. that comes down. And she's small enough she can probably try and climb because mm-hmm. it's really, really big. For stealth, that's a D4. Uh-huh. How many? It's four. four. Oh, no. It's going to be a bad time. Oh, is A he? bad time. Uh-oh. It's going to be a bad time. A this bad. is impossible, isn't it? No, it's not impossible. Yeah. Uh, Three, four, two, one. You did it. I did. Oh, wow. Holy smokes. I did did it. Izzy. I did it. So Izzy leaps into the air, a blur of motion because there's a lot, so many kids. So many kids. In the area. So she leaps up very cat-like and then does a little tightrope walk across the chain up into the chandelier, then nestles into the chandelier because this is going to take a while. So she gets a bird's eye view of the adults, but also notices that they're arguing. Uh Uh-huh. And that is even more interesting to her. Seems to be like a little heated. We are on the same side, or what are we arguing? I don't know. Are we arguing? Let's turn our forces. Okay, I love you. Goodbye. Hey, buddy. What's going through Monique's head right now is like he knows what this staff looks like. Yes. He really thought it would be classified as like an object or tool. Mm-hmm. He's looking for it everywhere mm-hmm. and he can't figure it out. And it turns out it's actually classified as a weapon. Mm-hmm. The problem is there's a whole bunch of kids over at the weapons area and he knows where he's supposed to be and he even thinks he can see it, but he can't get there because again, there's a kid in the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this, kid. this kid is not only in the way, she keeps pausing to interview people who have just gotten oh, there, oh who've oh become nomics. Um, so she's just like, so how does it feel to be the Maginomic? And the Maginomic's like, it feels really wonderful. I always knew I was going to be the Maginomic, and I feel, I feel powerful. I feel really powerful. Okay, excuse me! And I, he can't take it anymore, and he's just, like, walking right between <laughs> these two people who are doing an interview. Rude. I just, I, I'm looking for something. And I'm looking around to see if I can find the staff. Make a two-difficulty perception. Cool. Oof, that would have been embarrassing. Yeah, so I can find it. Okay, you find it. As it turns out, it's underneath this person's foot. Mm-hmm. So I wait politely, I start tapping my foot, and then I look at Monochrome, whose fur is standing on end right now. She's not doing okay. I tap the side of my head. Hey, Monochrome, it's Monique. Uh, just noticed that your fur is standing on end, mm-hmm. and like, you know how we were going to do something really cool and dramatic? Well, I just feel like... Move! Okay, that was allowed. <laughs> and, um... The girl looks over. Okay, I love you. Bye. Yeah, um, do you mind if I check out that, um, thing that you're... Are you okay? I'm fine. No, I... Thanks for asking. I'm great. Is your monkey okay? My monkey is fine! We're all fine! If you could just, like, move, like, just 
take your foot and and he like doesn't want to touch her but he's also like getting very very upset is something wrong it's just if you could take the foot and move it off of the staff so i could touch the staff that would be great she over dramatically takes her foot off of it in a bow thank you you're welcome and then he picks up the staff and it starts glowing and he says way louder than he means to finally and then a bunch of kids like look at him and then he's like uh, and then just starts looking down in his shoes detective he's not very stealthy (laughs) under the cover of night my butt um cool i'll just be going over so you're the scrutinomic well yeah how does it feel to be the scrutinomic I I like finding stuff. Oh, wow, this is not going well. Took you a long time to find the staff. And then, like, at this, like, both of our hairs, like, stand on end, and then I, like, about face and go to the middle of the circle. A monochrome screeches. So mad. Doesn't like this person. Mm-mm. Brennan is not in the midst of it. He is circling the entire area. He's taking it all in, and his plan is to wait until everyone has either eliminated themselves or has found out what they are, so he can go in immediately to what he so rightfully deserves. <laughs> part of Brennan's history is that he is part of a lineage of nomics, the biblionomic, which is nomic of history and research, which is what he's been, if not bred, at least trained for. Hence all the libraries and his being the only kid on that island. And that is actually a tactic that someone in the past had used. And that was the one that seemed the most prudent. It's not the one that he wanted to do, but it's the one that his mother instructed him to do. And so he knows that she is, while watching over the entire ceremony, is also eagle eyes on him to see if he's doing what he's instructed to do. Yeah, if we cut back to that argument and those preparations. (laughs) Dr. Bravo, you know as well as anyone the damage that a negative narrative can do to an entire nation. I am concerned about the way that these children are being brought up, and I do not want you influencing my charges. You're one to talk about rearing your children. We well, here in the grasslands <laughs> feel that your uh, intentions are not maybe not secure, and maybe not in the best interests of all nations. I do not put forth influence over the way that you are bringing up your nomics. No, Mrs. Strictures do not suggest that any of us should have undue influence over each other. The library is not a gnomic artifact. It can stay in the Riverlands. It is a resource that is handed out by Nomis's decree. Only as of the last cycle. Yes. However, it is going to be re-upped with this cycle. We'll see for how long that's true. Oh, yes. Very, very, very sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> cool so the twins have set up their things and they're looking at they're like hey i give them a little kitty signal just to be like one second because i can't talk okay one second because they're arranging themselves yeah i'm gonna try and do one more maneuver to try and get a little bit closer i'm gonna hang by my tail from the top of the chandelier I'm going to use one of these. Oh, oh that's, that's a, a lot of nightmare. That's so heavy. It's a five now. I think it's skullduggery. Everybody in the car, so come on, let's go. And the best roll ever. Four, four, 
Izzy's trying to swing down to, because she wants to hear a little bit more of this conversation. Uh-huh. So she gets down, curls her tail around, thinking that she has the strength of a monkey. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tries to curl her tail and like, this is going to be so cool. I'm going to get all this information. Everyone's going to think I'm so cool. And then I'm going to yell. And as soon as she pulls herself down, drops her full weight onto her tail, she says, Izzy, and falls down into a pile of artifacts. Oh, no. Um, yeah. Okay, was that the what? signal? or she, It sounded like she said Izzy Woe. That could be Izzy Go. And then Miss Moon comes down into a crouch between the both of them. Oh, uh, hey, Miss Moon. How's Hello. it going? I need you two to not be doing this right now. Just having a conversation, or? She holds up the trigger (laughs) so i imagine she landed on just like uh, i I imagine these are artifacts that are very rarely taken because they just don't really show up a lot those gnomics don't show up so they're like kind of there but it's more looks more like a pile of just junk Mm -hmm. and so she fell into it very cartoony she's back in her kid form again digs herself up and Go! (laughs) And she's a little bit dizzy, and she's ruined her chance of being either the cool kid or trying to do the right thing. She kind of ruined ruined (laughs) everything. And then she stands up and feels around her, and then all of a sudden she realizes that something's caught in her belt loop. Mm. And it is a tiara. She's like, oh, this is heavy. It's a lot heavier than the other tiaras. It's not very jewelry-like. It's very much more like stone. <laughs> and so she, amethyst. Amethyst. And she's like, oh, this is interesting. She weighs it a little bit. And then all of a sudden it starts to glow. Oh. A bright purple. And this takes her back like, oh, what? Which one? Which? Which? I got one! <laughs> I got one! I'm here! I'm one of you! I'm one of the thing! Which one is this? Which one? I'm one of you! <laughs> so the camera pulls back slightly. The camera pulls back and... Karkova's right Karkova there. has been, like, has been privy to see almost everyone become anomic today. It's like, oh. just luckily, uh, something about his <laughs> rabbit just, feet are there. Are... He's always there. And he's excited and he gets to be the first person to shake their hand as this new power. But when he sees you, he takes a step back. Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 I got no, a, no, no. I, I got a thing. Oh I got a God. thing. Do you know which one I am? I don't know. It's pretty heavy, though. Look at how heavy this is. Okay. What am I? He, like, looks around. Oh, what's in. wrong? You're the chaotic nomic. <laughs> Chickenomic. You're the chickenomic. Yeah, take care of chick. That's fun. I can take care of chick. Chaos, chaos. And he, like, scampers away. Oh. oh. What does that mean? It's not good. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Car. (laughs) Car. (laughs) As he looks up at the dais, and I assume that all of the adults are looking down at her, and she's kind of like, oh, no. Everyone looks at her, and then all of the presidents look accusingly at Dr. Bravo. Dr. Bravo walks more towards President Rom. Are people getting penned away as they They become Uh uh, what they are? There are very few people left. At this point, Maya, you had to leave Zephyr because they were like, nope, Sakunamic, get over here. You have to do fill out this paperwork. Photos. Miss Moon is all about that. Good luck, Zephyr. Thanks. 
most people have touched everything by this point mm-hmm. and have given up. There are just a handful of people left. Not that many. Brennan kind of steps into the mix of it and he still has his hands clasped behind his back. Kind of leans into some things, but he's making sure not to touch anything. Definitely stepping over certain artifacts. He walks over to Zephyr, who is also very timid around these items. Which, what have you touched oh. her? What have you tried? Hey. Um. Oh, I guess hello. Um. <laughs> what have you tried? Uh, the... The Sacronomic, the, the Maginomic, um, just a few of the, like... What don't you want to try? Like, mo- all of them. Okay, well, that didn't... I was say. And he kind of is trying familiarity for the first time with somebody his own age. And he leans in and he says, I've read, wink, wink, and he doesn't wink, he says, wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> I've read, wink, wink, that if you clear your mind and point, you can find what you're supposed to be called for. And if it's not anything, then you'll just end up pointing towards a door. Really? Yeah. Wink, wink. And he kind of like slowly whacks away. Why wink, wink? Hmm? Why wink, wink? I can't hear you anymore. Zephyr exhales, closes his eyes, spins around, and points, and then opens his eyes, and he's pointing directly at a book. And he shrugs, and he starts walking slowly over to it. He, like, looks over at you. And he's like, yeah! See? And then he walks back over to you. I really don't want to do any of this. Wait, it's just a book. Go get the... It's just a book. I mean, the things aren't always the thing, you know? Like, look, here's a a secret. What? So my, my... My grandpapa was was the bibliomic, right? That's what the book is. What? That's what the book is. Then don't touch that. That's mine. Yeah, I won't. You go do it. Okay. And he's like confused for the first time. He like walks over and he's like, but no, but sometimes the things are like, that's too on the nose. Like it's not always a book. It's not always that. Like sometimes it's something else. And he picks it up and nothing happens. And he puts it back down and he kind of like moves some stuff. Now he's just willy nilly like moving things. And then he picks the book back up. With his left hand, nothing happens. He puts it back down. He picks it up with his right hand, nothing happens. He tries to, like, pick it up with his feet and, like, throw it to himself. (laughs) He's trying every mode of picking this up and nothing's happening. And he's getting frustrated. He doesn't care that all eyes are on him because he's kind of making a scene right now because there's clashing of different metals and things like that and paper. Every eye is on him, but there's only one pair of eyes that he's worried about and he knows his mom's looking at him and he's getting more and more frustrated. He knows he has one job to do. He has one job to do and he's going to do it right and he's going to do it right right now and he picks it up and, and again, nothing happens and he starts looking at Zephyr very confused but also angry because he's like, you can't, this is not yours. This is supposed to be mine and he picks it up and puts it down. He picks it up and puts it down and, and, and then finally he picks it up with his left hand. Then this is yours and he throws it at Zephyr as hard as he can and as he does that something starts to happen to him and his arm all the fine cloth of the nice dress wear that he had on starts to burn away mm. just on the left arm and it, the size of it starts to get big and harden and stiffen and there's these ornate ruins that start to form around the shoulder and the bicep and the forearm and down to the back of his hand and it's hard and it hurts and it's heavy and his body weight automatically starts to shift and his feet go wide so he can even keep himself up and he's looking at it and he's just saying i don't why i what did i do wrong what did i do wrong what 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 did he looks up at his mom and he's just saying i'm sorry i'm sorry what did i I didn't do what did i do wrong what did i let me do it again let's start over let's start over over and over again 
And the book sails through the air and smacks into Zephyr's chest. Mm -hmm. He fumbles and manages to catch it between his hand and his arm, and he falls backwards with the force that you've thrown it. And he's on the ground, and then it starts to glow, like a really calming blue. And he, like, coughs and sits up. And once he sat up and it glows blue, your mother is looking very calmly from you and then sees that he has the book and that it's blue and that it's confirmed to be in the Sunlands. She relaxes and goes back to talking to the president. <sighs> End of episode. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Autonomic is a precocious LLC production. Izzy Kia is performed by Liz Anderson. Maya Shale is performed by Taylor B. Hill. Brennan Bravo is performed by Stephen Kropa. Monique Mitra is performed by Pranks Paul. And I, Kat Cool, serve as their story's narrator. All music on the show is made by MJ. Autonomic is played in Autonomic, which uses the Bright system, which is used in Burn Bright and owned by Roll20. Roll20 is a virtual tabletop that runs from your web browser where you can play tabletop games online with friends at Roll20.net. Until next week, wake up. Let's debrief. Yeah, what does that mean? Is this recorded debriefing? Yeah. Yes, it okay. is. Okay. All right. This is where we talk about what happened in the session. Yes. Yes. So what we do now is flip to your story progression. Mm-hmm. So listeners, we are playing in the Bright System. The Bright System is a thing that I and some very smart people made for a company called Roll20. It uses nonviolent progression. Instead, people pick things called stories that help me as the narrator know what sort of stories when we want to tell and guide play. They're the things that help us level up. So at the end of each play session, even though this might have been multiple episodes that you've heard, it's been one play session for us. We will talk through together what sorts of steps along the way each character achieved. And then I'll, as the narrator, know who needs to progress along their thing to be caught up next time. So who wants to go first? I'll go. Cool. I chose the mischief. Yes, you did. Just like on brand. Might as well get <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, might as, might as well do well it. get that done with in the first place. So just want to want to through it? Yeah. Okay, mischief is its own reward. You decide to cause some. This is some good old-fashioned chaos. The target could be a boring classroom, an annoying adult, or a snooty classmate. This is for people who want to cause mayhem. I don't think I've done any of this. You don't think you've done any of this? I don't think so. Okay, cool. Because I, I don't have a defined target. Cool. Mm. So uh, next time... We will prioritize causing some mischief. You were a part of some mischief. I was part of mischief, but I did not. But you yourself did not cause mischief. It's like the twins decided to cause mischief. And I didn't I didn't even accomplish that. Cool. So that's fair. That's my switch. Taylor, do you think you accomplished any of face fear? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about face fear. Face fear. Something scares you. This fear could be related to a recent revelation or a phobia. You've decided enough is enough. You're ready to face your fear. I would love to know, do you have an idea of what sort of fear you'd like to face? It's okay if no, but I would love to know as the narrator so that I can mold my story to your fear. So far, Maya's a cool, confident cat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or should I say unicorn? Mm -hmm. And um, (laughs) Maya's so cool. So I think a fear for her, I think, would probably be like, 
uh, what is it? Her head's really underwater. Oh, know. yeah. Like, you know, she, so overwhelmed. There's overwhelmed. overwhelmed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like there's a lot going on that she's just not prepared for or just didn't even think to know. Okay, cool. Cool. So things will just get a little too overwhelming. And it has seemed that she's like, yeah, I know what's going on, even though she doesn't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. We can bring that to bear next time around. Sounds good. Brennan. Yes. Yours is called Crush. Yeah. Oh, no. What is this feeling? Why do you feel this way when this person is near you? It's happy, but it also scary. Mm-hmm. This story is for people who want to explore developing a crush on someone around your own age. Yeah. This person can be an NPC or another player character. No matter what, you and the other player or GM must agree before you begin the story. I definitely agree. Do you think you accomplished any of this? No. No. But Not at all. You ready to develop a crush next time around? Oh, <laughs> ever cool. i'm excited for it and then hey pranks yeah yeah uh let's talk about yours hey, buddy what? i had a rough i had a rough time <laughs> uh yours is called rivalry oh. oh that's why the who is this kid and why do they make you feel this way who is this kid? from the moment you met this person <laughs> you knew you two were not going to get along this path is for players who want to explore a rivalry with somebody Okay, I would have been fine with this kid for the record, but yeah. they rubbed monochrome the wrong way, <laughs> monochrome and does that's not, like them. not okay. Yeah, I don't know what their name is. I don't know who they are, but I had this amazing plan to like, you know, do my thing where I point up at the air and shout, yeah. and everyone be like, "Whoa, cool! That's a Scrutonomic! What a cool kid!" And they just like completely harshed my buzz. They did. The first challenge is you meet your rival for the first time, and it's clear you will not get along. One of you decides to put the other in their place by showing them up. Do you think that was accomplished? Hmm. I mean, she put you in She kind of yeah. put me in my place. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think you might have, uh, you might have completed this one. Yay. <laughs> get your ability. So you get an, an award. You increase the die size of one of your physical, social, or mental skills. So I feel like this is one of those things where she's interviewing people or it's something social because like, yeah, the category is determined by what the contest was involved. So yeah. you get a social die increase um well you have to pick any social die it doesn't have to be determined by that okay you know what i'm going to increase perform because this is just going to amp up my desire great to like nice try to be even more extra so um so so that you know what it is going to be and you can aim for it mm-hmm. the next one for you to aim for is cross me for the last time in the aftermath of your confrontation you keep seeing your rival around you thought you could forget about them but they go and do something unforgivable They directly prevent you from getting something you wanted. The event is complete after your rival has directly interfered with your life. So I'm going to be making that happen, but you know to look for it. Okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Cool. And uh, all of you, you know, look at your things and know what sort of story thing you want to be aiming for. I will do the same so that we can all be on the same page. And that's how you do it, audience. That's how you level up in the bright system. Oh, Bazinga! Cool. (laughs) That's, Uh, uh, please never say that again. Yeah. Bazinga. We actually have to pay pay every time you say that. Please don't. Go plumb yourself. Humming. Go plumb yourself. Hashtag go plumb yourself. But how do we all feel this went? Is there any other aspect of, that we want to talk about? No, I love it. Sure no, good. I think it was really good. I'm doing great. I'm excited so to. Like... We're excited about the sad boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, me too. Cool. Thanks, guys. I'll mm-hmm. turn this off now. Yay. Yeah. yeah.